Welcome back to The Red Carpet, the podcast where we look at how well or how terribly our favorite books have been adapted to the big screen. I'm Mad. And I'm Cass. And we're so excited you've tuned in. Today, we will be discussing not just one, but two adaptations of And Then There Were None by Agatha Christie. Cass, how are you? Oh, I am... I am living life right now. I this is gonna be funny because we I was are gonna like, say, call the people, <laughs> tell the people your news. We're recording this one. I don't know if I mentioned it in our next episode because we recorded these two out of order. We did, but I got a job. Woo-hoo! I got a job, everybody. I'm she officially employed. I don't employed. have to job search anymore. It's fabulous. By the time this episode comes out, I will have been working for uh, like a month already, almost. And wow, you'll be weeks. married. And I'll be married. Wow. Oh my gosh. The wedding will have happened. So yeah, my my brain right now is just like wedding planning, wedding plan. Well, not like planning, but like wedding, wedding. prep. Job, wedding, job. Yeah, I know. It's like a whirlwind. Ugh, but that's, that's what's new with me. That is all I've got for right now. <laughs> Hey, those are like huge updates. I know. It's crazy. It's so it's crazy. Amazing. Life is happening Ooh. at a very fast speed right now. Super but fast. What about you? Oh, man. <laughs> well, so we haven't recorded an episode in, I mean, weeks because my life has just been uh, insane. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I moved which was like, okay, it's fine. It's just so it's moving. It's moving. <laughs> moving sucks so yes. bad. Although Absolutely. I will say I hired movers and that is the way to go. They Game were done. Changer. They, they packed my things up and moved it and unpacked the truck in two hours. That is impressive. And that I, is honestly impressive. I had like 13 boxes of books. So I had a lot of things. <laughs> Um, How many of them were library books that were moving with you? Um, like three or four boxes. <laughs> <laughs> but Joseph, my boyfriend, was like, you realize this is insane, right? And I was like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Uh, so that happened. And then Joseph's sister got married. And that was fun. It was super fun. But that was a lot. Yeah, not going on there. And then my little baby Walter got sick. Mm-hmm. He's so much better now. Thank goodness. Oh, good. I also got sick. I got COVID. Yeah. I got COVID. He got constipated. So oh, it was just that, a mess. We were on that seat. We were on that sea game. But I also just want to like say thank you so much to. And I know maybe only a few people who did this like are listening. It doesn't matter. My roommate made a GoFundMe because we racked up like a, a huge amount of vet bills and the generosity and like kindness of everyone was just like amazing. I was telling you, Cass, like I cried every yeah. day about it. It's been like such a huge relief and like a burden lifted off of my shoulders having that all covered. So yeah, that was, that was absolutely incredible. I was so blown away, but yeah, school starts on, well, school have already started when you listen to this. <laughs> school starts in a few days. I have nothing ready. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> so, but life I, is happening. <laughs> life is happening. But I'm so glad to like be back. Like this feels a little normal, yes. you know, like yeah, to be doing this again. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited. 
but yes, that's, that's, you know, just a little update. What's, what's been going on? <laughs> Nothing crazy. Just kidding. Uh, okay. What are you reading right now? Cass? Okay. So I earlier this week read like three days ago. I don't know why I'm saying earlier this week. It's also <laughs> Wednesday. I don't know <laughs> what is happening. It's with me, felt but... like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> over like the weekend into the beginning of the week I read a net galley arc of a yes. book and this book in the real world of when you'll be listening to this episode this book came out yesterday so go buy it and read I it can't it wait. was so good it's called Notorious Sorcerer and I am like obsessed with this book I will be purchasing a copy Ooh. after reading the net galley arc I loved it it was like a more lighthearted bantery version of a darker shades of magic a darker shade of magic it felt like had similar magic kind of stuff but also was different but I'm like I am obsessed with this this is my new thing I'm going to tell everyone to read this book because I I love that I can't (laughs) wait to read it 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 was so fun it was so good and I love all the characters they were so wonderful there's so much just like delightful banter in this book I loved it I loved every minute of it it was so good so that's Notorious Sorcerer by Davinia Evans read it please everyone and talk to me about it because I want to talk about it I cannot wait and then yeah so then finishing that book the ending like wrecked me a little bit and I was like I am gonna be in a book hangover so I was like what can I do to sustain this feeling (laughs) so I like binge read Akatar again a court of thorns and roses my first time rereading it honestly. oh really yeah I haven't reread it yet because the first time I read it was like right at the start of 2021 like yeah. in January yeah so I reread Akatar for the first time and it was it was fun it was just what I needed yeah and I think now I'll be ready to move on to a new book which I think I'm gonna read the one that I just bought the first binding Ooh. by are our beardy I don't know how to say their last name so <laughs> that book it's very fun well yeah. I'm very excited to read Notorious Sorcerer when that comes out yes it's so good I also love that you've been on that net galley life I know I them listen it was a very like spur of the moment decision I was like I see other people posting about this all the time I want to hop on this game yeah. because I want to read books before they yeah. come out I, I want cool. to get them early and one of them was A Fire Endless that I got approved for, which is the sequel to um, A River Enchanted. I saw that. I got That's approved so for that one. Cool. I was like, heck yeah, oh. I'm riding on a high with books right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, word to the wise, don't request too many of those. And then you have to read all of them and leave you feedback. Have to read all of them. That's yeah, that's fine. that's the catch. You actually do have to like right. review the books, right? You in actually a timely have to fashion. give comments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will I ever get approved for one again? <laughs> you drove your feedback ratio into the ground. Into the ground, <laughs> below ground. At this, oh point. no, it's fine. Everything's fine. Well, I'm, I haven't read anything in a long time. (laughs) It feels like, but I did start, uh, last week when things were just like, I was like, Madison, just start a book, start something. Um, Mm. so I've been reading cultish by Amanda Montel. So it's a, it's nonfiction and it's about like the language of cults, which it's really interesting because she talks about, you know, like there's no really good definition or example 
like example of like what a cult is like there's mm-hmm. so many things that are like you know like the cults that we think of but right. then she also talks about like the cult of lululemon and oh like, <laughs> yeah soul cycle which are like have language yeah. that is cult like and so interesting you know because it's all this idea about the in-group and having mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. you know this lingo that makes you feel special yeah. and like like you're in on something. And so that's why it's called cultish. Cause she's like, I feel like the best word to describe like things is like yeah. it's cultish. It's like cult adjacent, you know, that kind right. of Right. Yeah. So it's been super mm. interesting, really good. I'm in like the death cult section right now. So it's very oh, dark. The very, very heavy section. <laughs> very sad. So we're, we're getting into the fun stuff soon, but yeah. uh, she has a podcast. It's called sounds like a oh. cult. And I haven't listened to any of the episodes yet because I wanted to read this because I figured some of it might be mm-hmm. um, podcast content. Um, yeah. But like when I was looking at her feed and she has one that's like the cult of academia. And I was like, yes, Ooh, like I definitely need to listen to that. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of just like, you know, finding what are like the linguistic features of like these different groups. So, yeah, I think that's very cool. Nice. But all right. Well, shall we get into into it? Let's get into it. It being our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The reason you're all here. The reason you're all here. Okay. So this is And Then There Were None by Agatha Christie. Um, And so this book is about these 10 strangers who do not know each other, are seemingly unconnected, Mm -hmm. who are all invited to uh, Soldier Island. Yes. uh, Under the pretense of vacations, jobs, reunions, interviews, like they're all invited for a different reason Mm -hmm. and they all arrive and the host is nowhere to be found. So it becomes this, this mystery. It's quite ominous. And then they start to be murdered. One by one. One by one. Following a child's poem. Essential, yes. like a nursery rhyme is the Which, correct word. Child's poem. <laughs> child's poem. I was going to say, <laughs> Emily would disagree that it's a poem. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> um, Did you, do you know the original name of this nursery rhyme? Yes, I do. Well, it's it, gone through a couple different It's names. gone through a couple, There's, because they're all yeah. awful. Yes, there are. This book in general by Agatha Christie, and I, part of me is like, oh, it's a product of when she was alive and writing, that it's very dated and extremely rooted in racism, a lot of these themes, because the original name is 10 little, I'm going to leave that blank for you, a word, you can Google it, you can look it up, it's a word that I cannot say. It will not say ever in any setting, ever. Mm -mm. So it went from that to 10 Little Indians, which is what it is in the 1945 movie, because they hadn't updated versions of the text yet. (laughs) Because it was pretty soon after the book came out, so it hadn't fully changed over. And then it became 10 Little Soldiers. 10 Little Soldiers. Yeah, in the newer editions. And the book, there are obviously older copies of the book that still have the outdated language but Mm. the one that I read was Soldier Island and 10 Little Soldiers yeah so it was the audiobook that I listened to yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. okay so did you what was your order of reading slash viewing for this 
So I read the book first um, before seeing any adaptation version of it. I read it and I've only read it the one time. I read it earlier this year uh, for my book club. It was a pick that we had, which was people had a lot of different opinions on it. I, for one, was like, that was fascinating because I feel like so many books of this style of like mystery are so predictable and this yes. was absolutely not predictable at all no um so I really liked that aspect of it so I read it earlier this year and then I watched the 1945 movie first and then I watched the 2015 miniseries last so yeah. 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 Mine's the same. I I read it first. I read it like a month ago now, I think. And I listened to the audiobook, which was read by Dan Stevens. Big fan. Big fan. Huge <laughs> fan. It was incredible. He did yeah. such a great job. At the end, there's a letter. We won't get into the spoiler just yet. We'll, <laughs> we'll let you like leave, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but there's yeah. a letter written at the end who Dan Stevens used, you know, the voice he'd been using for that character. And I got to the end of it and I was like, I forgot it was Dan Stevens. I was like, I just like, it was that character. Like, yeah, I don't know. He did an amazing job. That's awesome. So I highly recommend uh, listening to that audiobook, actually. And then I, yeah, same thing. Watched the 1945 one and then uh, just recently watched the 2015 miniseries. So, so the rating for the book on Goodreads, it has a 4.28 rating, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. That's pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty high. I gave it a four and a half. Asked, what'd you give it? I gave it a five, but I actually, I removed my rating and my review from Goodreads because I learned about all the like racism history after reading mm-hmm. the book. Yeah. So I was like, I feel weird about like praising this book. Like I do really yeah. like the book, but I feel, I don't know. I have a lot of feelings about it. So I took it down and was like, I'm just going to process this for a yeah. bit because um, yeah. I don't know how to like publicize my opinion about right, it but I yeah. did initially give it five stars so I know I think the thing is it's just the plot is so fascinating yes like, if you took away all that it's still just right the crazy. mystery was like yeah. wild and I was shocked yeah. at the ending <laughs> and it's so funny because so this is only my second Agatha Christie that I've read the first one I read mm-hmm. was Murder on the Orient Express and it's funny and maybe we'll review that one later because there's a movie but (laughs) uh but okay spoiler everyone does it like who done it everyone does it (laughs) everyone's done it I know and going into this one it's literally called and then there were none but I was like still oh not everyone's gonna die but yeah that's the title everyone dies and then there were none (laughs) everyone dies I know so that's literally the point (laughs) I feel so I feel yeah. like the two I've read are like on these like two like huge <laughs> extremes. That's so funny. This but is the each only time, one I've read. Yeah. Each time I had oh well then I just spoiled it. I'm so No, that's sorry. okay. I mean, that's okay. I'll probably forget that you said this and then I'll listen to the episode and then I'll be like, "Oh yeah, she said that." <laughs> but yeah, each time I had no idea. Yeah. Who was responsible? I thought I knew and and then there right. were none and then I was wrong. <laughs> I was so wrong. I kept, and then I, like, more people kept dying, so I kept changing my prediction. I, I was like, I need to just stop well, and here's just experience the thing. it. 
I I thought at one point, are we just gonna spoil it? Can we spoil it? Okay, yes, we're gonna spoil it. Okay, one, everyone dies. That's the point. But everyone two, dies. if you have not read this, it's a super quick read. It's a really short it book. Is. If you want it to be a surprise, if you don't want to know what happens, pause this right now. Pause. Go read it, go listen to it. Come it back. It won't take you very long and then come back and finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the judge did it. He did it. Justice Wargrave. Justice he did it Wargrave. all. I was at one point I speculated him, but yes! he was like and okay, then he I died. Death order. I know. And then I was like, yeah, he's he's the sixth person to die. So he was around long enough that I was like, oh, it's gotta be him. And then he died. And I was like, well, and there goes I, that thing. I know. And I thought it was him because he was yeah. the one who was like, it's gotta be one of us. And he was like being so rational about it and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's totally him. And then he died. And And I was was. like, I have no idea who it is. And then I thought, yeah, (laughs) it was funny because I thought it was Vera. Oh, interesting. Towards she might've been the one I thought it was after the justice, because when they were telling about, I think it was the one Bloor killed Mm -hmm. one of the people they left a little girl behind. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I bet it's Vera. And like, she's Ooh. trying to get revenge or something. And Interesting. so that's, that's what made me think it was Vera. And then when she was the last one, I was like, I was right. And then <laughs> it's like, just kidding. <laughs> I know. I, I, I thought it was everyone at different points. And then yeah. when it's revealed that it actually was Justice Wargrave, I was like, oh, so I was right at one point, but completely wrong about the how and the I why. Know. It's such a fascinating psychological examination of what people are driven to in these intense yes. circumstances. It was fascinating in yes. that aspect. And just the way that Wargrave really decided to take justice into his own hands and i was like yeah, oh because, okay yeah interesting wow. i mean yeah. he's like a hundred percent a psychopath absolutely hundred <laughs> percent yeah that just yeah. the way that these people were slowly like driven insane throughout oh, the course of this gosh. book and the way yeah. that they turn on each other oh it's it was good it's yeah. really good okay so like we said we're talking about two adaptations today Yes. So we have the 1945 movie, and then we have the 2015 miniseries, which is two episodes. It's two movies, basically. Yeah, it's, it's essentially a two-part movie. It's, it's like Deathly Hallows. Hour and a half movies. Yeah, it right. is. <laughs> Actually, Deathly. Yes. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah. Okay, so this is what blows my mind. The 1945 <laughs> movie has a... <laughs> 77% audience score. Yeah, yeah. And a 100% critic score. I was rattled when I pulled up that stat. I was like, what on earth is happening with this? I had I, to re-examine my entire life. Uh, I was like, okay. And having done like a, a, a best picture related podcast prior to this podcast, like movie critics and like Academy, people that take film seriously have some of the most whacked opinions. I'm like, I don't know what these people are talking about, but that movie, that is not a 100% movie. Yeah. And I have some strong feelings and I will talk about it when I get to my rating. But <laughs> I was shocked, absolutely shocked. I could not, I saw that and I, I was like, that has to be a mistake. 
was like that, right? I was like, right. that, that can't mean what I think it means. Yeah. And then I like, I've, there was Lincoln. It was like, what is the tomato meter? And I was like, <laughs> how did you know what I needed? And then I read it and I was like, uh, well, no. anyways, yeah. so yeah. that's the Rotten Tomato score. IMDb gives it a 7.4. <laughs> Seems high. Oh yeah, it does seem quite high. Especially when Cass, what did you rate this movie? Okay, I gave this movie a four. And my (laughs) biggest problem with it, okay, a good adaptation, it doesn't necessarily have to be a hundred percent accurate to the original work. It doesn't have to be. Like we've talked about like abridged. Abridged. Yeah, Yeah. But what it does need to do is maintain the original meaning and the spirit of the work, yes. which this movie absolutely does not. In every the possible whole point, way. The whole point is that everyone dies in this movie. Two people run away to go be in love. And I was because like, what is happening? I, uh. oh, I hated it. I hated it. That ending. Because I was like, okay, it's the 40s. Like, I get it. Filmmaking was different. They wanted to do something new and exciting. But then at the very end, I was like, absolutely not. I hate this so much. And I got so mad. So I gave it a four. Because so mad. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I I just, I'm like, is it because it was the 40s? And they were like, this is too shocking for people to see. (laughs) I don't know. People were reading it like I know. so. So I don't know why they, like... It just doesn't make any sense why they did that. I gave it a six out of ten. I could I could give it a five. I don't know. I just didn't like it. I really didn't yeah. like it. I would not rec zero out of ten would not recommend. I don't recommend it by any means. No. <laughs> Especially if you actually like the book. Don't watch yeah. this movie. Yeah. I mean, like there uh, were moments that I thought was yeah. good or like I was like, oh, that was a good, that's good. But right as a whole, yeah. I was not impressed. There was some weird singing at one point. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but okay, the so 2015, the, oh, yeah. <laughs> the 2015 miniseries, on the other hand, uh, 80% average critic score. And I was like, this seems wrong. I don't know. I, it's better. It's a better adaptation than it's the so 1945 movie. So I'm like, why does that have such a higher score? I don't know. Mm. I'm mad about it. But too. this one does have a 91% audience score, which, which is pretty good. Yeah. That's totally. pretty good. I think that's accurate. I think that's yeah. a, a good reflection. Yes. Yeah. Uh, IMDb gives it a 7.9. I gave it an 8. It was really good. I thought some parts were kind of long and drawn out. <laughs> but it was it was good. So I gave it an yeah. 8. 8 out of 10. Yeah. I gave it an eight and a half. I I agree. It was, it was, it was, I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And what I, what I really appreciate, and it's more like what I appreciate about like us doing this podcast is this is something that I probably never would have read. And if I had known, I definitely would not have watched. (laughs) (laughs) And we will get into that. But so I, but I'm glad I did. Like, I'm glad this is something that I did. Like that was enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know it's fun to be mad about things sometimes. Yeah. So like it was yeah. fun for the forty, like the nineteen forty five movie in that. And that right. Too, but mm-hmm. okay, to get into our rating breakdown, we have casting and acting, how similar things are to the book, positive and negative changes, setting, soundtrack style vibes, and our quotes slash questions section. 
so for casting, I mean, we're doing two adaptations, so we're not going to get yeah. into the like specific castings mm-hmm. of everyone. But what did you think about about the casting and acting? So I thought in both cases, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, my my biggest critique is that the 1945 one, it's very, it's a product of its time. 40s yeah. acting was very different. It was very like, say, what are you doing over there? Hey, like, oh, it was, but the British version of it, because this is very <laughs> British. I had to use the subtitles because I could not understand oh, what yeah. anyone was saying. Yep, 100%. But, I'm a big proponent of subtitles in general anyway, but that it was 40s acting. So it was a bit, a bit different than modern day acting, but the casting yeah. was pretty good. Like everyone seemed to fit the parts at least. Yeah, so totally. And I in totally both agree. cases, like yes. the newer one, I would say people were more spot on. And I think it's really mm-hmm. just because we got to see more of the characters in that yeah. one. So I think that's really what it was. And also, and we'll talk about this, but there were a lot of backstories that were changed characters that were changed in the 1945 one so that plays Mm -hmm. a big part in it too in that just like it wasn't the character from the book so but yeah I will say for the 2015 miniseries just Aiden Turner (laughs) that's that's all that's all I have to say I was happy uh Sam Neill was there I'm a big Sam Neill fan (laughs) that's funny yeah yeah yeah. I was like yeah my guy yeah and then uh Cass informed me that <laughs> the actress that plays Emily, I don't remember her last name. Brent, Emily, Emily Brent. Emily Brent is Rita Skeeter. Yes. So she's good at playing a mean lady. Holy cow. <laughs> she was insufferable in both movies. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, both of the actresses portraying her in these adaptations were just, they made her so mean and awful. Oh, and I was I like, that's her. how I felt about her character in the book. So, I hated yeah. her so much. Mm-hmm. I hated her so mm-hmm. much. But yeah, Aiden Turner. That's it. Yeah. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so. I will say the, the Vera casting. I think in the the newer one is a lot better too because in the 1945 one it's very much I'm the wilting wallflower yeah and I was like that's not Vera she was pretty intense and like we got to see obviously more of her character in the newer one which I liked and thought it was a better representation of her yeah especially for me oh and I thought she did an incredible job yeah definitely playing that character Mm -hmm. the act yeah oh my yeah we'll talk we'll get into it yeah. <laughs> okay. So percent similar to the book. I like cast. You put for the 1945 movie, 50% with four question marks. Because I don't know. It's so hard to say. I, don't I know. also didn't fully do my homework. I'll admit it, I didn't reread the book. So I had to ask Madison a couple questions because yeah. I was like, did this happen? I don't remember. But it just, to me, it's the spirit of the work and that ending. Yeah. I totally agree. For me, so. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah, I would say like fifty percent is yeah. a, a realistic score for that mm-hmm. um, because I feel like it was the big things that yeah. they diverted from. Um, right. But the twenty fifteen miniseries, I was very accurate. Yeah, it was really. I said ninety five because yeah. I was like, yeah. I that's... think they added a few things. I mm-hmm. don't think they really took anything away from the original one. Right. They, if anything, they definitely added more and expanded more on each of the characters, which yeah. is cool. 
yeah so I, yeah. I i i definitely think that was great yeah. okay so let's talk about things we didn't uh like that happened or that was changed in these adaptations my first this isn't necessarily a negative thing again just like the 1945 movie being a product of its time the first word was not <laughs> spoken until four minutes and 47 seconds into the movie and I was yeah. just sitting there waiting and I was like is anyone is this a silent movie is this a silent movie? <laughs> I was yeah. just like let's let's get this going yeah and you have like the very intense orchestral music oh. throughout that time <laughs> ominous music which is like fine I know I I mean, I've already ranted about it quite a lot, but that that changing the ending just I hated it. And I you know the worst the worst part, honestly, is they're like, oh, what do they say? Because okay, so what happens is they're on the beach, which is in the book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then in the book, Vera wrestles the gun away from Philip Lombard and then yep. shoots them. And in the movie, He's like, don't shoot me, shoot into the ocean. And she's like, what? Yep. And so then they go inside and they find out it's the judge and then they kill him. And they're like, we we win because of the one thing he didn't see coming. And then they We're kissed love. and ran out the door. And I was like, I am so mad right now. Which is also like, where did they go? There's one boat know, on and off the no island boats. and I'm like so you're just gonna leave this house that has eight dead people in it and think like what happened to them what did they just get away with this what did they tell people what I it made zero sense and that's what makes me almost more mad about it because I'm yeah. like you didn't even do something that made sense within the world that you created right they can't just walk away from a house with no. eight dead bodies that in it. reeks <laughs> i know i was thinking that i texted madison the other day when she was watching it i was like so how bad do you think that house so smells? bad so <laughs> bad so nasty but yeah the ending was stupid they also they like we talked we briefly mentioned this already like changing the character's backstory changing their names in the 1945 movie yeah there was three of them. Um, what's his face? The first one that dies. Oh man. Um, um Anthony Mars Mars. Yes. Marston. Marston. Yeah. yeah. Tony Marston. He in the 1945 movie is some like Austrian or Russian like Duke or something, and he's yeah. Nikita something. I was like, who yeah. what? Who is Which this is I was so confused. Like, because, okay, and here's what I think. Because they also changed Vera's backstory. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. remember what they did it, what they changed it to. But I think they didn't want to have, like, that these people murdered children. Yeah. I get, because in the 40s, they were a bit more uptight about things yeah. like that. But in the book, like, that's what happened. And that's why it's so terrible. Like, that's why these people are there. Because Mm -hmm. he ran over two children. Because he was a crazy, like, speed racer, drunk driver all the time. Like, that was was the point of his character. Right. And, yeah. So, 
I, that's my theory on why they did it. Yeah. But I just think it totally defeats it. Like it defeats the like the point of the book, right? And right of the because the whole point is that they either intentionally or not cause deaths of innocent people. That's right. the point of why they've all yeah. been brought here because they caused or directly killed someone right. who did not deserve to die. That's why they've been brought there. And in some cases, it was children, which is very sad. It's awful. But that that's the point of the work. That's why the judge chose them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that I was I was very upset. As soon as they said like he was like the Duke or whatever or the prince and not. Yeah. I don't know what it was. This like spoiled rich kid. I was like, this is dumb. Like, no. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. So and that's what we mean. Like these are huge changes to the plot. That, yeah. You know, just changes how it goes. So exactly. But the 2015 miniseries. Let how about you go first, Cass? <laughs> I okay. So again, and I did clarify this before we started recording because I was like, did they have this intense love affair in the book? Mm-hmm. And I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. They they did not. Mm-hmm. Like once again, Vera and Lombard get very hot and heavy in this edition i i didn't care for it because again it's changing too much of the sphere of the work in the book they're like there's some eyes and some flirty and they're they're clearly attracted to each other in the book but this felt a little too superfluous for me and like diverging a little too far from yeah the point of it yeah but like i know you gotta throw some sexual tension in there for people i just like i loved it i loved it (laughs) like it was good and interesting and entertaining but as a part of this work i didn't want it (laughs) no i totally agree i will the one thing i will say though is at least in the 2015 one like they built it up like we had that scene at the train Mm -hmm. at the beginning we have their conversations in the 1945 one they're like we're in love and i was like how there was no lead up to it. I was whatsoever. like, I think I was like, I think you've spoken five words to each other. Right. Like they're just oh, the youngest and most attractive people. Okay. Right. It made no sense. So mm-hmm. I will say, like, at least in this one, like, at least they did the legwork in like the, the storytelling was there. Yeah. I it just was. feel like it was just unnecessary. They could have cut some of that and just made it one long. Right. <laughs> we we could have just seen Aiden Turner in a towel. Like that's all we needed. Yeah. We just needed the towel scene. The that was fine. Like love that. I texted Taryn and I said, the towel. <laughs> it was very good. Wow. What a bod. <laughs> wow. Wow, 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 wow. You know, it would have made it if better. If you enjoyed that, go watch <laughs> Poldark. What would have made it better? Uh, I was going to make a Cruel Prince joke that was unnecessary. Oh, no, not a tail. Stop it. Oh, Cass. I'm Cassidy. I'm using your full name. <laughs> I deserve that one. You deserved it. <sighs> okay. This was unexpected for me because, okay, so here's what I like about Agatha Christie is that, you know, it's there's all these murders. It's this murder mystery, but nothing is ever very explicit or gory. And that's mm-hmm. really what I have a hard time with is I have a hard time with that kind of imagery and reading that. I also have a hard time watching that. And so that's what I like about British murder mysteries, because normally you don't see the murder. You don't see the victim. Like you see them right before and there's like a little, yeah. and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I was expecting from this. Um, 
I don't remember who made this. Yeah, it was BBC. It is BBC. Yeah. So I was like, this is going to be great. It's going to be like Poirot. It's, you know, it's going to be good. Um, And then, oh my God, there was so much blood. It's pretty gruesome. <laughs> there were guts and like brain matter and just, uh, I was unprepared <laughs> for all of it. And I was yeah. like, did, did we need, did we need this? I mean, I guess it like contributed them to like, to them, like losing their minds and like being mm-hmm. terrified. But also I was just, every time I was just covering my eyes. I was like, I know oh, I was, oh, I was oh. surprised when they would show as much as they did. Cause I wasn't really expecting it as much. Cause I was like, Oh, these British sensibilities are, a little, are usually a little more, uh, like I cleaner know. with that but I I, so I was surprised I I don't mind that stuff as much so I was like okay Oof. but I, I can see how, I was like yeah. watching through my fingers <laughs> like a child because yeah. <laughs> I texted Joseph about it I was like this is so bloody and oh, he was no. like he was like <laughs> I'm actually really surprised isn't it British right. and I was like yeah. I know yeah that it was, was a bit intense. It was just a personal preference, not for not for me. And which yeah. is why I said if I had known that, I probably never would have watched this. But again, I'm glad I did because it was yeah. a really good adaptation. So, yeah. Yeah. I my only other like negative change is that in the miniseries, the 2015 <laughs> one, the table statues, they're supposed to be people. They were like these weird, like jade figurines. And I I they felt out of place. They really, <laughs> especially like, for the house. For how old and like classic the house was. It was like right. this very modern. Because it's, yeah, it's still Cubist. set in like the know. 40s or whatever. Like the yeah. time period of the adaptation is so older. So I didn't really know yeah. about those. The, yeah. Every time they showed them, it took me out of the moment. <laughs> I know, I know. It's an and interesting I, and choice. I feel like with the intro, it made it feel kind of like futuristic. That's what they yeah. looked like. They looked very futuristic. Right. Yeah, yeah, they did. Okay. Well, what about things that we enjoyed or like positive changes from these? I will, little disclaimer here, folks. Uh, I watched the 1945 movie about a month ago now. So I have all these notes that sometimes I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but there was a point where they had everyone write down in the 1945 movie who they thought did it. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and in my head, I was like, is this how they came up with survivor? <laughs> I was like, is this how they decided who got voted off the Island? That's like hilarious. they're literally trying to like vote someone <laughs> yeah. off the Island. Right. Uh, so I thought that was, I thought that was fun, you know, like, and kind of a way for us to see like, this is who we think it is. Like, who do they right. think it is? So I just thought that was funny. Um, yeah, that, that little moment. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought one change that was done in both of these adaptations, which makes sense because taking something from written word and then having to represent it on screen is difficult sometimes. And to convey certain things, you do have to make some changes. And one change that they made is in the book, you have... Uh, Justice Wargrave, like we said, is the one kind of behind all of it. And we don't ever see him explaining that. There's like a message in a bottle that turns up at the end in like an epilogue after the police have come in and been completely mystified. So you get the explanation at the end of the book through that like letter. But what they do in the movie is Vera is like the sole survivor, essentially. She's the last one left. And 
you have in both of these Justice Wargrave explaining to her how he did all of it. She comes back in and he's there. She's like, what is going on? Which I think actually worked really well in both of these adaptations. Because I'm like, you, this makes sense to convey it in a visual medium. It makes sense that they made this change in this specific way. And I actually did like that. Yeah, I definitely agree. I thought that was a good way to make it so that like, you still get that explanation. Yeah, it was a bit drawn out in the 2015 one because Vera is literally standing on a chair with a noose She's around her neck. She's about to die and it's very drawn out. Wrangling. The yes. noises were awful. It was it was a bit much in my opinion. Oh, it was a lot much. I was like, <laughs> I can't do this. Oh, it was so yeah. terrible because she's like on her tippy toes on the chair, like holding the rope around her neck. Oh, it yep. was awful. It was awful. And it went on for so long. Oh, long. Like, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't even want to make the noises she was making. Like, that's how awful, like, it was awful. Yeah. Did I, did I mention it was awful? <laughs> you might have. Maybe once or twice. Yeah. Um, again, we already mentioned this, but Emily was insufferable. <laughs> it was just great. She she was pretty bad in the book. And then in both of these, she got so much worse. And I was so like, much Man, worse. It was excellent. <laughs> it was like every time I was like, eh, at the beginning, I was like, eh, she's not so bad. And there was a moment in each one where I was like, wow, uh-huh. I hate her so she's much. She's awful. Awful. It's especially when you get into her backstory of how there was this like young girl that I think she got pregnant or something. Yes, she did. And Emily Brent is a very hyper religious. That was like her character trait. Um, so she just sent this girl away instead of helping her, and then the girl died. That was her person that she caused the death of. But yeah, and she has no remorse. She was like, "I did the right thing." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like everyone else was like, yeah, we're guilty. And she was like, I did nothing wrong. And <laughs> yeah, I'm like, she truly believed that. Yeah. You are insane. Yeah. Uh, the other note I wrote for the 1945 one was that I put perfectly timed lightning strike. But you guys, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think it was prop. I don't know. Something about. It was like every time there was a big revelation or something. It was like. Yeah. It was like. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> So what's going on? I don't know. Yeah. For the 2015 one, again, we mentioned they didn't really tell us about everyone's backstory in the 1945 or they changed it. Mm-hmm. And we really got to see um everyone's mostly backstories. Yeah. The flashbacks were very well done. I yeah, love a good were. flashback. Yeah. yeah. And you know, for a few of them too, because they talk about like they felt like they saw x person or whatever and like yeah you got that in this one too which was spooky yeah they were like okay. seeing things yeah. <sighs> yeah creepy in the book vera is pretty even killed the whole time but she has this moment where she just loses her cool it's after rogers dies mm-hmm. she's like it's following the nursery rhyme like there's no bees on this island there's gonna be a bee where's the bee she's like hysterical and the doctor slaps her to like get her out of it. And that helps yeah. her. In the 2015 movie, first of all, I hated the doctor. He was so awful in that he one. He was yeah. such a jerk the entire time. Like mm-hmm. awful. He had this really like misogynist outburst towards yeah. Vera because he was mad. She was suspecting him. And he was like, 
he was just super like uncalled yeah. for and out of line. And so then in the movie, he is the one who has this flip out, freak out yeah. after Rogers' death. And I loved it because Vera slaps him out of it. <laughs> it was so I great. was like, it was great. I was like, yes, yeah. like let's flip that because of how awful they made him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And along that line, I really liked how we saw each of them just individually at different points lose their cool. Like, absolutely lose it. Like, Vera tries to swim off the island. I know. They all, it really captured that, the mood of the book, how they're all just being driven to the absolute end of their rope. So it really got that very well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was, and Lombard with like the hunt, he like, we were being hunted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But the best part, the best addition, we've already mentioned it, but is the towel that defies gravity. That towel. Doing a lot of work. The (laughs) lowest slung towel on a person, like not even a man, a person. Yeah. I've never seen a lower slung towel on a person. I know. Lips. I was like, am I about to see a wiener on this screen? I was <laughs> I was nervous. I was like, man, is this gonna get the British? Like little... The British will only go so far. <laughs> no, I was I was starting oh, to question hilarious. what was going to happen. I was I was worried that that towel was going to fall. <laughs> It was so precarious, which I mean, we have a question section, but that was my question. I was like, how did they keep that up? Was that just a lot of fabric tape? Like what? Yep. Something. But amazing. Okay. Well, what about the setting of this? How did we picture it? How it was Um, on screen? Well, it's a house on an island in both cases. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like in both cases, it was a cool house. Yeah. It looked like what I expected it to look like. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think the more important aspect of this was the the soundtrack, the style, yeah. the vibes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. The vibes in the 1945 one were definitely 1945 vibes. It yeah. was very dated, just like language and stuff and imagery. I was like, oh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Which like, I get, it's hard to say. Because it's like, it is a product of its time. Should they have done better? Absolutely. 100%. But it it is what it is, unfortunately. Yeah. It's like, should they? But like, <laughs> could they have? Did they even? Yeah. I will say there were uh, cats in the 1945 yeah. one. And they, <laughs> were really, were. they were really cute. Mm-hmm. I liked them. They made the vibes nice. If I had to choose one word to describe the vibes of the 2015 miniseries, spooky. Yeah, it leaned way more in than I expected it to. Way in. It was spooky. Yeah. It was dark. Mm-hmm. I was not ready. Yeah, I I will say the cinematography in the miniseries was exceptional. There were mm-hmm. so many great shots in this movie, just of like the house with all the windows lit up, mm-hmm. like in the dark night. Mm-hmm. It was it was very well done. Mm-hmm. And it really oh. helped to contribute to that. Yeah. When Mrs. Rogers was tossing like fish guts into the yeah. pit and all the seagulls, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. That last shot of the judge where we we're just watching blood like Yeah. Trickle, oh, I was like what? <laughs> I yeah again it was very 
dark. And so Vera's story, she intentionally lets a little boy who she was a nanny to uh, drown. So she leads him to swim out to this area, even though he's not allowed, he's not strong enough. She makes sure she cannot get to him in time and makes it all look like an accident so that the man she is in love with can inherit the boy's fortune. Is this yeah, the, all the, the wealth. All the yeah. wealth. And mm-hmm. so her story is the crux of how the judge started this whole plan in the first place. And so because of that, her story, like backstory is like the main backstory mm-hmm. we see in the movie. And it was already very dark to begin with because of what she did. But seeing that visually was, I mean, I don't even know. I don't know what the word, what the word is. Yeah. Chilling in a way. Yeah, it absolutely was. Like when you see, there's a scene of her in the miniseries where she's in a hospital because she also was out in the water looking for the boy. So they brought her to the hospital and when the guy that she's in love with, the boy's cousin, who is now going to inherit, when he comes to visit her, and she's like, well, you're going to inherit now. So, and he, that's like the furthest thing from his mind, because his like little cousin that he loved died. Right. It's, right. It, they did a really good job with it. Oh, it was a lot, just, but it was well done. The shots of her in the water were what really yeah. got mm-hmm. me. Just mm-hmm. she was floating. She was literally just yeah. floating. She was just like on her back, just soaking up the sun. Right. Just like totally uh, expressionless. It, so yeah. that was, that was, I thought that was really well done. It's yeah. Super. Absolutely. Spooky. And as far as overall vibes, the 2015 miniseries does update some of the more uh, problematic elements that are mm-hmm. more a product of just being dated. Like things from yeah. the 40s. This is over 80 years ago now (laughs) or around 80 years ago so it's like we're the further we get from it the worse it seems I think (laughs) so it does update some of those elements which I I was glad to see some of those improvements so yeah yeah we don't really have many quotes from this you have one from the 1945 (laughs) There was one point, and again, I also watched this a little while ago, so I don't remember at what point. I think it's when they're first contemplating that someone has brought them here to murder all of them. Someone says the word murder, and then there's just, like, thunder crashing in the back. I wonder if that's what I was talking about with my lightning strike. (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot of that in the uh, 1945 movie, which I kind of like those elements, because it's very on the nose. It's very, like, murder but it's like entertaining (laughs) yeah it's like you want that to happen right (laughs) yeah uh yeah so that's really that for for that section we don't really have much else for there yeah um we definitely recommend that you read and watch the miniseries yes definitely don't don't worry about the the 1945 movie it's it's there if it's, you want to, but you don't it, need to. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> if um, you like things to have the correct ending, definitely don't watch Definitely it. don't. Yeah. <laughs> if you liked this book or movie and you're looking for something similar to read or watch, uh, literally any other Agatha Christie book. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, I also got, so when I was reading this, before I'd even watched anything, I got major uh, Clue the movie vibes. 
you know, all these people, they're strangers brought to a house. They start dying. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know what's happening. Clue is a lot lighter hearted than uh, this one. So, you know, (laughs) but I've also got knives out like vibes. It's a murder mystery, a whodunit. Definitely like a more comedic version. You still got like backstories that you're exploring. So yeah, that was was, definitely good. But yeah, yeah. Any any final thoughts? No, I the, the miniseries really impressed me. I yeah. I liked it a lot. So that's my have, big takeaway. I have consistently been impressed with their miniseries that they yeah. do. So they do it. They do a great job. Them British. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, so next week, next week's episode or I guess to next episode, whatever it is. <laughs> next episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is very exciting. We'll be talking about Harry Potter and the chamber of chamber of secrets. <laughs> uh, and we have two very extra special guests joining very us for exciting. that one. So exciting. In the um, last episode, we may have teased these guests were going to be on this one. And then things life gets in the way sometimes so they're on the next episode and we're so excited for you to hear it such a fun (laughs) one to record so i cannot wait uh but again we have an email address now so if you want to send us recommendations uh you can email us at the red carpet pod at gmail.com and in the meantime until while you're waiting so patiently for our next episode to come out you can follow us on our personal bookstagrams mad is at reading rainbow i promise i'll post soon (laughs) yeah and i'm at fictional cast and the podcast instagram is the red carpet (laughs) at the red carpet pod so you can find us there leave us rating review let us know how you're liking the podcast again any ideas you have any adaptations you'd love to see us cover fan casts you want to see let us know. We want to do things that you all want to listen to. Yeah. So, and, and if yeah. you want to be a guest, tell us that yeah. too. Be yeah, like my brother. Definitely. I just listened to that yeah. episode today and it's great. So yeah. Because yeah. it's I- looking like the trend is going to be if it's a Harry Potter episode, we're going to have a guest. So if I you know. have a Harry Potter movie you want to talk about, let us let know. Us know. <laughs> Invite yourself yeah. over. We want you yeah. to. Yeah, we, we love it. So mm-hmm. that's that's what we got. It was a great being back recording. Like, I know. You guys don't know this because you haven't been like it's a different time. The time. The time vortex. Vortex. Yeah. But it's been a while since we've recorded and it was a blast as always. And thank you all for listening to the chaos that is this <laughs> podcast sometimes. <laughs> That's all we got. So thanks for listening. Until next time. XOXO. Matt and Cass. Bye.